With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Open window. Endeavored in every way to force the shutter open, but without success. There was no slit through which a knife could be passed to raise the bar. Then with his lens he tested the hinges, but they were of solid iron, built firmly into the massive masonry. Hmm said he scratching his chin in some perplexity my theory certainly presents some difficulties no one could pass these shutters if they were bolted well we shall see if the inside throws any light upon the matter a small side door led into the whitewashed corridor from which the three bedrooms opened holmes refused to examine the third chamber so we passed at once to the second that in which miss stoner was now sleeping and in which her sister had met with her fate it was a homely little room with a low ceiling and a gaping fireplace after the fashion of old country houses a brown chest of drawers stood in one corner a narrow white counterpane bed in another and a dressing table on the left-hand side of the window these articles with two small wickerwork chairs made up all the furniture in the room save for a square of wilton carpet in the center the boards round and the panelling of the walls were of brown worm-eaten oak so old and discolored that it may have dated from the original building of the house holmes drew one of the chairs into a corner and sat silent while his eyes traveled round and round and up and down taking in every detail of the apartment where does that bell communicate with he asked at last pointing to a thick bell rope which hung down beside the bed the tassel actually lying upon the pillow it goes to the housekeeper's room it looks newer than the other things yes it was only put there a couple of years ago your sister asked for it i suppose no i never heard of her using it we used always to get what we wanted for ourselves indeed it seemed unnecessary to put so nice a bell pull there you will excuse me for a few minutes while i satisfy myself as to this floor he threw himself down upon his face with his lens in his hand and crawled swiftly backward and forward examining minutely the cracks between the boards then he did the same with the woodwork with which the chamber was panelled finally he walked over to the bed and spent some time in staring at it and in running his eye up and down the wall finally he took the bell rope in his hand and gave it a brisk tug why it's a dummy said he won't it ring no it is not even attached to a wire this is very interesting you can see now that it is fastened to a hook just above where the little opening for the ventilator is 
how very absurd i never noticed that before very strange muttered holmes pulling at the rope there are one or two very singular points about this room for example what a fool a builder must be to open a ventilator into another room when with the same trouble he might have communicated with the outside sir that is also quite modern said the lady done about the same time as the bell rope remarked holmes yes there were several little changes carried out about that time they seem to have been of a most interesting character dummy bell ropes and ventilators which do not ventilate with your permission miss stoner we shall now carry our researches into the inner apartment dr grimesby roylott's chamber was larger than that of his stepdaughter but was as plainly furnished a camp bed a small wooden shelf full of books mostly of a technical character an armchair beside the bed a plain wooden chair against the wall a round table and a large iron safe were the principal things which met the eye holmes walked slowly round and examined each and all of them with the keenest interest what's in here he asked tapping the safe my stepfather's business papers oh you have been inside then only once some years ago i remember that it was full of papers there isn't a cat in it for example no what a strange idea well look at this he took up a small saucer of milk which stood on top of it no we don't keep a cat but there is a cheetah and a baboon ah oh, yes of course well a cheetah is just a big cat and yet a saucer of milk does not go very far in satisfying its wants i dare say there is one point which i should wish to determine he squatted down in front of the wooden chair and examined the seat of it with the greatest attention thank you that is quite settled said he rising and putting his lens in his pocket hello there is something interesting the object which had caught his eye was a small dog lash hung on one corner of the bed the lash however was curled upon itself and tied so as to make a loop of whipcord what do you make of that watson it's a common enough lash but i don't know why it should be tied that is not quite so common is it ah me it's a wicked world and when a clever man turns his brains to crime it is the worst of all i think that i have seen enough now miss stoner and with your permission we shall walk out upon the lawn i had never seen my friend's face so grim or his brow so dark as it was when we turned from the scene of this investigation we had walked several times up and down the lawn neither miss stoner nor myself liking to break in upon his thoughts before he roused himself from his reverie it is very essential miss stoner said he that you should absolutely follow my advice in every respect i shall most certainly do so the matter is too serious for any hesitation your life may depend upon your compliance i assure you that i am in your hands in the first place both my friend and i must spend the night in your room both miss stoner and i gazed at him in astonishment yes it must be so let me explain i believe that this is the village inn over there yes that is the crown very good your windows will be visible from there certainly 
you must confine yourself to your room on pretence of a headache when your stepfather comes back then when you hear him retire for the night you must open the shutters of your window undo the hasp put your lamp there as a signal to us and then withdraw quietly with everything which you are likely to want into the room which you used to occupy i have no doubt that in spite of the repairs you could manage there for one night oh yes easily the rest you will leave in our hands but what will you do we shall spend the night in your room and we shall investigate the cause of this noise which has disturbed you i believe mr holmes that you have already made up your mind said miss stoner laying her hand upon my companion's sleeve perhaps i have then for pity's sake tell me what was the cause of my sister's death i should prefer to have clearer proofs before i speak you can at least tell me whether my own thought is correct and if she died from some sudden fright no i do not think so i think that there was probably some more tangible cause and now miss stoner we must leave you for if dr roylott returned and saw us our journey would be in vain good-bye and be brave for if you will do what i have told you you may rest assured that we shall soon drive away the dangers that threaten you sherlock holmes and i had no difficulty in engaging a bedroom and sitting-room at the crown inn they were on the upper floor and from our window we could command a view of the avenue gate and of the inhabited wing of stoke moran manor house at dusk we saw dr grimesby roylott drive past his huge form looming up beside the little figure of the lad who drove him the boy had some slight difficulty in undoing the heavy iron gates and we heard the hoarse roar of the doctor's voice and saw the fury with which he shook his clinched fists at him the trap drove on and a few minutes later we saw a sudden light spring up among the trees as the lamp was lit in one of the sitting-rooms do you know watson said holmes as we sat together in the gathering darkness i have really some scruples as to taking you tonight there is a distinct element of danger can i be of assistance your presence might be invaluable then i shall certainly come it is very kind of you you speak of danger you've evidently seen more in these rooms than was visible to me no but i fancy that i may have deduced a little more i imagine that you saw all that i did i saw nothing remarkable save the bell-rope and what purpose that could answer i confess is more than i imagine you saw the ventilator too yes but i don't think that it's such a very unusual thing to have a small opening between two rooms it was so small that a rat could hardly pass through i knew that we should find a ventilator before ever we came to stoke moran my dear holmes oh yes i did you remember in her statement she said that her sister could smell dr roylott's cigar now of course that suggested at once that there must be a communication between the two rooms it could only be a small one or it would have been remarked upon at the coroner's inquiry i deduced a ventilator but what harm can there be in that well there is at least a curious coincidence of dates a ventilator is made a cord is hung and a lady who sleeps in the bed dies does not that strike you i cannot as yet see any connection 
did you observe anything very peculiar about that bed no it was clamped to the floor did you ever see a bed fastened like that before i can't say that i have the lady could not move her bed it must always be in the same relative position to the ventilator and to the rope or so we may call it since it was clearly never meant for a bell pull holmes i cried i seem to see dimly what you are hinting at we are only just in time to prevent some subtle and horrible crime subtle enough and horrible enough when a doctor does go wrong he is the first of criminals he has nerve and he has knowledge palmer and pritchard were among the heads of their profession this man strikes even deeper but i think watson that we shall be able to strike deeper still but we shall have horrors enough before the night is over for goodness sake let us have a quiet pipe and turn our minds for a few hours to something more cheerful about nine o'clock the light among the trees was extinguished